0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. In a world that's perfect lies a perfect little town where one team stands alone. But now, something stirring that will change this place forever. (laughs) Perfect Welcome to Football Bill, your first place podcast for your first place Miami Dolphins, part of the Lead Network, brought to you by BetOnline.ag. I am Sam Marcou, and he is the two-time, yes, two-time Hall of Famer. Of course, I'm talking about the good doctor himself, Mr. Backwards Hat, Dr. Christopher Colin. Doctor, how in the hell are you, my friend?
1: I'm doing great, man. Yeah, the shadow from the bill, I figured i put it in the back, and uh, now it looks like I'm wearing a uh, doctor cap. So It looks like you're wearing a skull cap, like uh, Tua Tungabailoa and his new haircut. Speaking or of, that, of we haircut. get to see more in-depth detail about that tonight. Because it is Tuesday yeah. night, yeah, recording for Hard Knocks in-season for the Dolphins.
0: Well, let's just start there. Hard Knocks in-season, Miami Dolphins. The players didn't seem like they wanted it there. The coaches didn't want it there. I mean, of course, we're going to watch it. It's appointment television. Um, but the first episode rumored to be about Tua Tagovailoa's new braids and everything that goes into that, which to me smacks of we have nothing. This is more boring than we expected it to be. Let's create and manufacture some uh, some, some, some TV news. Is it not? Or, or, I mean, what the hell? This is, this is what we get after, after all this hype about the Miami Dolphins being exciting.
1: Like the entire hour is going to be based on Tua and his hair?
0: I, I don't know. I mean, that's the rumors that there's a lot going on with the hair. I mean, other than if you want to watch Robbie chosen get cut, get resigned, get cut again, get put on the practice squad, get onto uh, the main roster, which he's now uh, a full fledged member of the main roster again because we put Suvan Ahmed on the injured on the injured reserve today. There's I don't know. I don't know it's it's bizarre, but uh, I'm beside myself, Chris. I am I'm so angry at so many things, um, and I'm going to try to direct that anger towards. The Miami Dolphins opponent this week, the New York stupid Jets playing on Black Friday, the day after Thanksgiving, Uh, their season is pretty much kaput. Miami Dolphins are uh, heading towards the playoffs. But before we get into the reasons why you and I and everyone hate the New York Jets, I have to tell you that the uh, the holiday season is off and rolling, Chris, with NFL in full stride and NBA and NHL hitting midseason form. Bet online is your number one destination for all your sports wagering info. With up to the minute sports wagering news, odds, trends, and predictions, BetOnline is the top spot for everything pro and amateur sports. And not just the big four. No, BetOnline has info available at your fingertips with both desktop and mobile access at any time for almost any sport that is played. So you can be degenerate with any sport, Chris, and uh, bet money on it. For MMA to international soccer, there you go. Who do you got in the international soccer soccer play, Chris? Uh, what's your what's your bet on BetOnline.ag for international soccer? Um. Argentina. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Barcelona FC man myself, but uh, head to Bet Online today. Remember to use your promo code BELIEVE for 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. And I don't usually add Chris into the ad for Bet Online. He was taking a swig of a beer when I asked him a question and he almost choked on it. There. What are you drinking there, Chris?
1: Oh uh, Yeah, it's from uh, Asheville, North Carolina. It's a seasonal claw hammer Oktoberfest from Highland Brewing. Uh, been, been around since 94. Pretty uh, pretty tasty, not overly uh, pumpkin-y, good stuff.
0: Clawhammer's a great name. I think the, the Miami Dolphins are about to drop the Clawhammer on the New York Jets this Friday at a 3 p.m. Eastern, 12 p.m. Pacific, Black Friday football game, Chris. So we have the three games on Thanksgiving, which is tradition, but now we've got one on Black Friday. The NFL coming for every holiday, manufacturer or otherwise. What are your thoughts on us playing Black Friday midday? against the new york jets
1: yeah i had to take a fucking pto day because we're playing in the middle of the work day um for all some of us essential pleb employees we don't close all weekend so um banks back open friday uh slowest day of the year by the way i've worked a few fr- black fridays it's so slow everybody shops in the morning goes out to eat goes home uh don't even think the bank's open uh so i, I skipped it pto day getting paid hang out watch the dolphins in the beginning of the year, thinking it's Dolphins versus Rogers. Now it's uh, Dolphins versus Tim Boyle, <laughs> the New York Jets. So, I just hope we get a win, man. Um, you know, make make it a good, fun holiday weekend and uh, start the next week uh, happy.
0: Yeah, I uh, I don't think the schedule makers had it as. Um, what did he say? his name? Was Tim Boyle? Tim Boyle, as the uh, as the actual, you know. Um, Quarterback for the, for the for New York. Yeah. but uh you were talking about Asheville. i uh i wanted to throw out lone rider i believe is the uh is the brewing company that they should have Perfectville brewing or perfect bill uh, pilsner so they uh they actually have this miami dolphins theme i think the fan uh fan club out there and wally um actually got it uh, they did a, a a small sample of um a, or not a sample but a, like a tasting or whatever what they call the perfect pilsner i need to get my hands on that chris i, I don't know about you but uh, I would like to drink from the nectar of the perfect milk pilsner.
1: Yeah. I feel like right here would be a good spot for a can or a bottle uh, yeah. right, b- right behind me here after drinking said can, of course.
0: Yeah. I'll just make a beer mid behind you. Like you see, uh, to see how it goes throughout the entire uh, day. Like, oh, wow, that's a long show. They had uh, six cans. No, they lost to the jets. Let's You drink that in 10 minutes. Um, you have a
1: funny picture of you, sir, at my <laughs> house, hugging a mountain of beer cans. So, uh, yeah, been there, done that buddy. <laughs> Every single time somebody asks for like a headshot or
0: some sort of professional service that I provide, I always give them that picture. <laughs> it's always me with a shirt bandana on my head laying out across like thirty-five beer cans, uh, with a cigarette in my mouth. And that was at your house. And then there's another picture of you like basically uh butt fucking me. Uh, because you took a picture of me like passed out and you're on top of me.
1: That's right. Um, those those do exist.
0: <laughs> well, um, speaking of buttfuckery, uh <laughs> the- Let's get into the New York Jets and why we hate them. Let's get into the preview here. We got a short week here, Chris. Black Friday in New York, MetLife takeover. Miami Dolphins 7-3 first place with a healthy first-string quarterback. and two too talking about Loa against the I guess third place 4 and 6 New York Jets with their third stringer, now their first string quarterback. Let's get into it, Chris. Three reasons why we hate the New York Jets and you should too. Why don't you go first? Why don't you get two and I get one? And let's preview this uh this Black Friday game. Of the NFL,
1: like, look—it's easy, Sam, to um, point out anything to hate about the New York Jets. The Jets—they are uh, literally, other than Buffalo, well, in New England—but the Jets to me just are the worst. They are the worst of the three to me. I know you're about you hate Buffalo, but Buffalo, the yeah. the Jets to me, Sam. Um, I've been to three live games against the New York Jets—one in New Jersey, two in Miami. Uh, we were unsuccessful winning L three of those while I was in person there. Um, I hate that they're in New Jersey and call themselves the New York jets. Uh, I hate their fucking fans and their goddamn accents. Um, and how they just, this weird feeling of themselves that they're anything but inbreded douche dumpster babies that just shouldn't exist. um, But I'll I'll pick just one for now, Sam, to give you time for your own. I hate that I went on Christmas night in Miami and watched the Dolphins lose to the Jets and had to hear J-E-T-S chants Mm. in, at the time, Pro Player Stadium. Um, Rainy night. My wife, then girlfriend, surprised me, my best friend with tickets. Never Didn't know it was happening christmas night miracle was amazing and we lost and that was the game where zach thomas knocked out lavernius Coles, i believe it was um completely just railroaded him and i was talking shit to jet fans that he was quote dead (laughs) and those fans walked by as i sat there sulking and went is he dead looks like you guys are dead and clapped in my face as they left i hate that game i hate that moment i hate the jets
0: yeah i uh there's so many iconic i guess uh names of plays and games and 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 moments between the jets and the dolphins over the years but uh most of them not all but most of them have gone against the miami dolphins so it's always like a little bit of a shiv into the ribs uh, every single time they show certain things which we'll talk about during the drinking game later but uh, i hate the fact chris that. Tim Boyle, as you already talked about, is the starting quarterback for the Jets in this game on Friday. Not Zach, uh, whatever the fuck his last name is, and not Aaron Rodgers. Thank you, Zach. I almost said Zach Harrison. I'm like, that's not even a person. Zach Morris? No. Zach Wilson. Um, Look, Zach Wilson is historically bad. Historically bad. And I was really hoping that the Miami Dolphins would have a shot at playing him because the the New York Jets offense has nine touchdowns total on the season, Chris, which ties Tyreek Hill, like that's how bad they are. Our wide receiver has as many touchdowns as the New York Jets does this entire season. Uh, which tells you, uh, of course, that uh, Raheem Mostert has even more, because I think he has 10, if I'm not mistaken. So we have two offensive players that are tied or have more offensive touchdowns than the New York Jets do all season long. I was really hoping that this revamped Miami Dolphins defense would get a chance to get after Zach Wilson. Instead, we have the unknown in Tim Boyle, which I just looked up the stats, Chris. I'm not worried about Tim Boyle, but this is one of those that's so Dolphins moments where he's going to come out and rip us for 350 yards and two touchdowns. we are going go, what the hell happened? And it's going to be closer than we expect, but I looked up, uh, I don't think you have, but I looked up, um, how many career games has, okay, let let me ask you this, let's play a little uh, game here, how many years has Tim Boyle been in the league? Three? This is his fifth season, okay, so you're you're better than I would have said, I figured they signed him halfway through the game last week, Um, how many games has he appeared in, in, in five years? Four. 18, that surprised me. So he's got a season worth of, uh, of, of, of metrics here, I suppose. How many attempts has he thrown in five years in 18 games? How many throws in the NFL does Tim Boyle currently have? 75. 120. So how many have those has he completed? 75. Pretty close, 73. So 73 yeah. for 120, which is a completion percentage of 60.8. I would have expected it to be worse than that. That's not the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. It's not great. It's not good, but it's not the worst. 60% of his passes are completed to the people that he's supposed to be throwing the ball to. How many yards? How
1: many yards does he have? 73 completions, 680 yards. 607 yeah
0: i, I wonder if you look are you starting to look this up are you I'm, li-
1: I'm looking right at you okay yeah Perfect. i'm just doing it. so here's how my math works in football 120 uh, uh 70 completions i think most receivers average eight to nine yards per catch the great ones are 12 to 15 so i'm thinking he's in a mop-up duty or things like that and maybe they're um so i, I put it at almost a 10 yard per completion and i lowered it a little bit so that's yeah my math. He's, at,
0: he's at 5.1 but uh all right, how many uh, how many touchdowns has he thrown in five seasons, eighteen games, and three different teams? By the way, six. He's thrown three. <laughs> He's thrown three
1: touchdowns. I thought, I thought that was I thought six yeah. was low. Yeah.
0: How how many interceptions? Twelve. Nine. So you're giving him a little bit too much credit on the touchdowns, and interceptions, but <laughs> most of these are inconsequential. But that, I mean, that's kind of my point here. His uh, his overall rating. Uh, he's by the way he's been uh, he's been sacked twice, and his overall uh, QB rating is fifty point nine. So he's What's not the other a two great teams
1: off. he's played for.
0: Uh, Packers and Bears. Actually, it might be the Lions. Hold on, hold on. Packers, Lions, Bears, Four. Okay, so the Jets are his fourth team. He was on hmm. the Packers for two years. He went to the Lions. And then uh, the Bears, the Lions. He had his most success, but I think they were like one Tim Boyle injury away of you and I starting for the Lions that year. Right. Um, so he's not like better than Zach Wilson, but I really wanted to see our defense get after Zach Wilson and just punish him further into the ground. I mean, they outside of one touchdown this past week against the Bills, which basically was set up by a trick play on fourth and forever, and Thomas Morstead threw a completion that got them the first down. They haven't scored a touchdown in like three games, Chris. I mean, it's so inept. Uh, and I really wanted the Miami Dolphins to play Zach Wilson. So I hate the Jets for pulling the string right now and putting Tim freaking Boyle in instead of Zach Wilson.
1: Well, I'll go one more time because uh, I do have a specific moment and uh, you witnessed this moment with me. Uh, we're in New Jersey. We're watching the Miami Dolphins. I think it was week one. Was it the opening week?
0: No, I think it was week three.
1: Yeah, we were only two. two. Week three. Yeah. We're 0 2, but against good teams, we thought, like, you know, we got this in the bag. Ronnie Brown had a great game. Um, Kerry Washington had a kick return for a touchdown by the Jets, I believe. And then Chad, future Dolphin Pennington on a QB draw in our end zone where we're sitting in, which, by the way, we made the biggest mistake in history by sitting nosebleeds in MetLife during a Dolphins Jets game. It wasn't Um, even MetLife, it
0: was Meadowlands.
1: Yeah, it was the Metal Lance. Yep, and then um, we had a guy with a shell necklace above us attempt to throw beer on us, and we ducked and went over a little girl. Um, I remember just going hard on these guys, like it was terrible. And a walk-off win by Pennington—he did this stupid, like high step in the end zone uh, on, as unathletic as possible—and threw the ball in the wall at the wall. Their crowds going nuts, and as we're leaving this shitty stadium, which, by the way, Sam, if you remember, I had a sprained ankle. Because we played a fucking pickup football game and no jet fans showed up. We just played each other. Walked around Times Square at the Wax Museum and all that. And I got a sprained ankle. I'm limping out of Meadowlands. We get to the parking lot or close to it. I was drunk. And I remember this drunk old jet fan looking at me or us or something and said, Joe, name it's a better quarterback than Dan Marino. <laughs> and I went, off. and his granddaughter whoever it was jumped in the middle and said he's drunk don't listen to him and I was like what the fuck did you just say like there's no way Joe Namath is a better quarterback than Tim Boyle let alone Dan Marino so yeah I hate that moment in history other than hanging with my my, my pals
0: well yeah the, uh, the other part of that too is that we got into that rental van and uh, the Jets fans almost tipped it they like, started rocking it back and forth they saw like five or six Dolphins fans get into this van and I'm like <laughs> inside I'm like you already won what the fuck like leave us alone you, you, they won, won. 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 three points better yeah yeah that was the one in 15 season for those uh the Cam Cameron era if uh if anybody's looking for a reference there you can go back and watch I think it was week three and I actually think they uh who was it that they they, they retired or they honored somebody at halftime um was that uh uh that was Ker-
1: Ker- Ker- Ker-Bet, right Wayne
0: Corbett yeah it was Wayne Corbett that he came out at halftime and yeah, I mean, whatever. It, it <laughs> that was a shitty moment. Uh, but the Meadowlands was an awful stadium. I mean, MetLife is so much better, uh, whatever you want to call it. But uh, Meadowlands was was garbage. That was a horrible stadium, so I'm glad that that's gone. All right, well, um, those are the reasons why we hate the Jets. I mean, the Jets aren't very good here, Chris. I mean, they do have a couple of weapons on offense. Brees Hall is somebody that we do have to keep, uh, keep tabs on. Garrett uh, Watson is pretty damn good, or Garrett Wilson, or whatever his name is, uh, is a pretty good wide receiver. But <laughs> I got to tell you. After watching this Raider game uh, for the Miami Dolphins and seeing Jalen Ramsey just jump from sideline to sideline to pick off passes and Xavier Howard learning how to tackle uh, against Devontae Adams of all people, um, I'm not worried about any receiver catching a ball from Tim Boyle and doing anything of any damage against the Miami Dolphins in this game. They're just too good on defense right now. I mean, this defense for the last three weeks is sneaky, Uh, what? 13 points per game, something like that. I mean, they're not giving up a whole lot. And they're they're starting to turn the ball over. They have 30 quarterback sacks this, this year, which I think is like third or fourth in the league. Bradley Chubb's playing great. Jalen Phillips had an amazing game against the Raiders. He's feeling it. He's a very streaky player so far in his young career. So if he starts going, look out for the next couple of weeks. Mikai um, Becton, I think, went out for the Jets. Uh, he's probably not going to play in this game. I mean, it, it's setting up for the Miami Dolphins to uh, to, to start pulverizing a team. And what better team to polarize than the New York Stinking Jets, and just put an, an official end to their season uh, the day after Thanksgiving.
1: Yeah, their offense doesn't worry me. Uh, their defense it, it, it is good, um, so I could see us struggling early on and maybe to get points or something like that. However, I just think this dam eventually ends up breaking, and we do come out on top of this one.
0: Yeah, I just it, it, I have a hard time seeing the Miami Dolphins lose this game. I will say this though. I want to throw this out there, and maybe this gets a couple people talking. If the Dolphins lose this game, is Mike McDaniel on a little bit of a warm seat? Is Mike if 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 only let me let me pull the lens back even further. If the Miami Dolphins, at this point, given the Buffalo Bills have fired their offensive coordinator, the Jets are on their third-string quarterback, and the Patriots aren't even a factor, if they somehow don't win the AFC East. At seven and three, with the schedule that they have coming up, is Mike McDaniel on the hot seat at the end of the season?
1: No, I don't think so because uh, included in the upcoming schedule is Baltimore, Dallas, and Buffalo again. Um, we have some cupcakes, but it's not the entire rest of this. And we're not that far ahead of Buffalo, who has, albeit a very tough schedule coming up as well. Um, if they win games, we can't help it. You know, if they win games and they get ahead of us and they already have the head to head tiebreaker with us. But uh, if not saying the Jets are a good team, but if Mike doesn't, you know, take that monkey off his back of beating good teams, that that will be an issue. But do I don't think I think he's done too much and he's too much of a national darling that Ross wouldn't make that big of a decision unless uh, Jim Harbaugh uh, comes available. And we all know Stephen Ross's love for him. So
0: I think if the Miami Dolphins don't win the AFC East this year, and there's not like a major or significant injury to justify that, people are going to start asking questions because they are that much better than everybody else, and the Bills are not as good as everyone thought. They're, what, 6-5 and five right now? They could easily, easily be 4-7. and seven. Well, yeah, they got I mean, the there Eagles coming games. up. Yeah, I mean, they have, a, they have a bad schedule coming up. I mean, they have the Chiefs. They have the Eagles. They've got a lot of you know, players or a lot of teams that they have to play um, that by the time they get to, back to us week 18, that game should not matter. And that's kind of my point. Yes, the Miami Dolphins still have some games ahead of them that are not cupcakes, the Ravens, the Cowboys. You can make a case for the Bills. But if they aren't clinching the AFC East before week 18, I think there's a problem. And I don't care how many games the Buffalo Bills win between now and then. So that's why I bring that up. At yeah, this point, true. the AFC East is not good. Miami mm-hmm. Dolphins are good, but the AFC East is not. So if they don't win, and I'm staying at saying that here in November, the AFC East, I think there will be questions about Mike McDaniel.
1: That's my yeah, I mean, what do we got? Jets, Commanders, uh, Jets Titans. again, t- Titans, and um, well, then you have the the, the Cowboys, Ravens, and yeah, Bills. That, those are your seven. That, yeah, that's our last three. Yeah, so yeah, we should what ten and three, leading up to Con- those three games, yeah. or what have you, or, 10 and, yeah. or eleven and three. Yeah.
0: There's no reason why the Miami Dolphins should not sweep the Jets, beat the Commanders, and work the Tennessee Titans on a Monday night. Yeah, that's
1: eleven and three going yeah. into Baltimore, Dallas. So one NFC game. Yeah, I mean we should be clinching with like a loss by a couple teams or what have you, because they're all going to beat up on each other coming up, and we got some cupcakes. Well,
0: and you look at again. You look at the Bills. They're playing the Eagles. They're playing the Chiefs. They're playing a couple other games that they aren't really prepared for. I'd be shocked if they come out of that unscathed. But anyway, quick, uh, quick question into- for you,
1: Sam. Yeah. That game we were at, uh-huh. one guess, who was our leading tackler that game? Ooh,
0: the, the 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 Meadowlands game? Yep. Man, I couldn't even tell you who was on the team. <laughs> like well, Joey Porter, was
1: Joey Porter part Joey of it. Porter, Joey Porter was on the team, and he was uh, eighth. Jason Taylor was, eight? was ninth.
0: All right, so uh, I'm going to go with – it was probably like Jeremiah Bell or somebody like that who was a defensive back because that just tells me uh, if, if Joey Porter and Taylor are not anywhere near there, it's got to be a defensive back
1: somewhere. So second in tackles was Channing Crowder, leading the team in tackles in double digits, Donnie Spragan. Donnie freaking Spragan from the
0: Denver Broncos. With 11
1: tackles, Broncos. five solos, led our team
0: that guy that that, that's the quietest 11 tackles of any game (laughs) ever i I forgot he was on the team trent green had
1: a great game dude was 23 of 36 318 a touchdown um ronnie brown had 112 yards rushing two touchdowns and 99 yards receiving in a touchdown on that screen yeah um if if anybody asked you who won this game chad pennington 124 yards passing we we lost (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like, that's how bad that team was. Uh, yeah. The leading. We really lost leading. by three, though. Yeah, sure did. And then they wiped the floor with us the second game. Yeah. By, by then like it 40 didn't. to 13. Or yeah. 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 Well. <sighs> Donnie uh, Spragan.
0: There you go. So let's get into it. We uh, I, I was told that, that people were lost. They didn't know how to drink last week, Chris, as you take a swig from that uh, orange claw or whatever you call that thing. Clawhammer. Um, shout out to Clawhammer. They're, they're not even sponsoring the show, but I, I like the name. So uh, people didn't know what to do last week because we didn't have a show for the Raider game. So they didn't know how to drink. I'm like, just drink. You you know what to do. But uh, let's give them some guidance here. Let's do the drinking game. The bingo game for the Jets-Dolphins Black Friday Affair. Uh, Why don't you go ahead and start. What is the first square for the
1: drinking game? Um, If there's there's any kind of video of people in line outside of stores Uh, or footage of fighting for electronic purchases, you drink.
0: That's a good one. Um, if uh, if there is any sort of uh, montage of Jumbo Elliott scoring a touchdown or the fake spike against the Jets that Dan Marino did or any of those monumental moments, Ricky Williams giving a stiff arm uh, to the Jets defender, uh, if there's some sort of montage coming in or out of any commercial break,
1: you drink. Anytime they show Fireman Ed, you
0: drink. If they show Santa Claus in Jets gear or Dolphins gear, drink.
1: <laughs> That's a good one. Um, let's see. That's good. Yeah. If they, um, you took my Santa, man. Oh, man. If you got another one, go. Because I'm thinking. All right. This, this is a good if they one.
0: show Mike McDaniel and Robert Sala while coaching together for the San Francisco 49ers, oh, yeah. You drink.
1: They show any kind of footage of either player from either team handing out turkeys the night before with the team. (laughs) You drink.
0: Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, Let's see. Let's see here. If they show um, Tua's stats versus Zach
1: Wilson's stats, you drink. Uh, If they show a highlight from the Hard Knocks episode that plays tonight and uh, at all, uh, you drink.
0: If they show uh, Robbie Chosen when he was Robbie Anderson on the jets you drink.
1: That's a good one. That's a good one. Um, hmm. Mm -mm -mm. (laughs) If they show footage of Tim Boyle in another uniform, besides the jets from his previous, uh, teams, you drink. I like that. And then uh, bonus. If, if they show
0: the 42 yard long completion that he had when he was on the Detroit lions, which is his career long, you you take a double shot.
1: Nice. Um, If the announcers at all mention during the game leftovers or like a cold turkey sandwich, you drink. Yeah, if they show the upcoming schedule for the Jets
0: and the Dolphins, you drink. Some of these are easy, folks. They're going to do that.
1: We want to get you drunk, guys. Yeah. This is perfect, Bill. Uh, predictably drunk was Sam's previous podcast, so shout out to predictably drunk um and all the shots you used to do in videos good lord so uh
0: i had a moment recently where i was at a show and i did a, I did a little bit of walk-in right so i bumped somebody from the show and the host got really excited that i came in because locally i'm, I'm not a legend in comedy by any stretch of the imagination but I'm, I'm a well-known name so i was like yeah i'm gonna go up and do a little bit of time so i had to bump some poor kid which I, you know i didn't feel that bad about but yeah for for, for the microphone and camera's sake i felt awful um, and the guy goes, anything you want me to plug? I'm like, yeah, just plug my podcast. So he must've looked it up and somehow found predictably drunk and starts promoting predictably drunk on the stage. I'm like, dude, I haven't done that show in like seven years. <laughs> wrong wrong <laughs> fucking show, idiot. going to bump you next time. So, uh, somebody somewhere downloaded predictably drunk this week, which is, uh, I would um, say
1: you have, you have like activity all of a sudden and you haven't yeah. done for years. Um, let's see here. Uh, if they show footage of Joe Namath coming off the field doing this, Ooh. Or in his fucking fur coat, you drink. Yeah.
0: no, that's a good one. Joe Namath, Dan Marino. Uh, the, we, we talked about Dan Marino a little bit, so yeah, I'll, I'll leave that one. alone. that
1: might be enough. Do we have enough for the bingo card? I think that might be enough. Like a free yeah. space, you know, free space. To so hear a JETS chance, you know, uh, here, here's one. I got one more because okay. this has happened a lot recently, so I want to double down on it. I'm a better Sam. I and I, I, I think this is a safe bet. If at the end of the game we are winning and it's over we're taking the knee or whatever and you hear a very empty stadium with a chant let's go dolphins make it over the broadcast because of our metlife takeover
0: you drink there you go i like that one let's end on that one because i feel like that's what's going to happen and it's actually a nice segue into the last thing we have to do before we get out of here and start gorging and engorging gorging on some turkey What's the final score going to be, Chris? What's it going to be? Miami Dolphins, New York Jets, Black Friday, first game in NFL history on Black Friday. Jets are awful. Dolphins are not. Who wins and by how much? Twenty-eight six, Miami. Twenty-eight six, Miami. That's a good score. I like that score. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna give them a little bit more. I feel like we're gonna throttle down in the second half. I don't think this is going to be particularly close. Um, but I'm gonna go with thirty-one to ten. Okay. Well, no, 31-10. They, 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 they get a little, Uh, you know, it's going to be like 31-3 for most of the game. And then at the end, they're just going to go ahead and you know, get a little whatever back up to the backup touchdown against somebody who won't be on our team next week.
1: Sounds good to me. Both big go victories, uh, enjoying the holiday weekend. And then what are you going to do on Sunday, Sam? No Dolphins game, so it's going to be pretty odd.
0: I, I got to tell you, man, uh, my house is in shambles right now. I have so many things wrong with my house. Um, I, You know what? It's Hatesgiving. I uh, I feel like we should save it for Hatesgiving. There's going to be a bonus episode if you're listening to this right now. Uh, it's going to be our 75th annual Hatesgiving Day Parade coming up, and I'll tell you all about why my life sucks. And Chris will be there, too. So on behalf of Chris, myself, the entire Belief Network presented by BetOnline.ag, the only thing left to say is goodbye from Burbankville. Later.